0: campfire
1: fireside chats
2: this show is created for adult audiences only our show notes include content warnings and other helpful information we strongly recommend taking a moment to assess the situation before continuing let's begin welcome campers to this week's fireside chat i'll quickly run through a few announcements and then we'll get to this week's guest first off patreon go to patreon.com slash campfire tales of the strange and unsettling choose the tier that best suits your preference and get access to exclusive and discounted merch behind the scenes looks at the writing and editing process two weekly shows lights out and midweek weird a 14 news update we also have a few monthly shows coming down the pike so and get involved you do not want to miss any of this If you want the whole world to know that you're a diehard camper, go find the link in this episode's description or go through our link tree and check out our merch store. Stickers, t-shirts, hoodies, coffee mugs, fantastic designs by brilliant artists like Jonathan Dodd and Easton Hawk. And while you're in that link tree, tap on the Discord button and come join the community that we're building. Our Discord is a place where we can connect with all of you on a more personal level and further discuss content from the show. So get over there and join the fun. And now to today's guest. We've had this one in the vault for quite a while. This was one of the very first interviews that we ever did for the show. And don't ask me why it took so long to get it out. I don't have an answer. Because it's a fantastic interview with an old friend. Alex Doherty. This girl is a total badass. And this was a super fun conversation. She's a certified Reiki healer and a retired Air Force mechanic. We talk about a few experiences that she had at paranormal hotspots near the little town that we grew up in. We also discuss her experiences at Zach Baggins' museum, a UFO sighting that she had while enlisted, and not to bury the lead, but an ongoing connection that she shares with what she perceives to be an interdimensional being through her meditation practice. Incredible stuff. Any of you who have a story or anomalous experience that you'd like to share with us, Just send us a DM on your preferred social or drop us a line at contact at campfirepodcastnetwork.com. We can't wait to hear your stories. And with that, let's jump right in. Tell me your story.
1: Okay. So, um, I guess I should start with the first time because it'll all kind of like tie-ish together. So, um, 13 graves, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so I forget what it's like in a war and I don't remember what the um, cemetery's called. Right. I like looked it up before I even started this and I totally like just forgot. But um, so like me and a group of people, we like they were going out there like way before I was ever involved with doing uh, ghost hunting sure. uh, type stuff. So I never really bought into that idea. Actually, I'd been out there before, and I and I thought that the um, the graves that were unmarked in the um, in the ground they weren't like like the story wasn't significant to me because I was like, oh yeah, you can just like walk. You start on the ground, and then you walk one way, and you count. 13, and then you walk back and you don't count the one you're standing on and count 12, and one's missing because you miscounted. Right. So I kind of didn't really buy into that whole um, story. Or right, like whatever. the money
2: counting trick.
1: Yeah, 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 right. for sure. Yeah. So, um, but you know, this this group of people that I used to, you probably know who they are. I'm just gonna, I'm not gonna name them, but. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so this group of people that um, I used to hang out with when I lived there um, they, they, they went out and, you know, recorded, and they usually just had, like, a voice recorder, they would go out there and, like, you know, hunt for ghosts, and they took me out one time, and I was like, yeah, I'll go with you guys, like, whatever, it sounds cool, so we went out there, and I think the first time I went out there, um, nothing really like super significant had happened um I did feel very like uh drained but I was just kind of like eh whatever and then after we always did this we always went to 13 graves and then we went to crybaby bridge now I don't know where this bridge is whatever i'm sure you're fucking familiar with it but we go out there and we'd like piss around and walk around and i'm always in the mindset like there's somebody like out here like living under this bridge fucking with people like you know what i mean so i'm always in that like mindset of like all right like where where's you know this noise that noise is it an animal is it a person like the group separated so now like somebody's part of the group is like messing with everybody else you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but like it wasn't the bridge wasn't as bad as 13 graves was in my opinion when it comes to like feeling like usually that feeling would subside once i like got to the bridge so um we went a second time and the two guys I went with, they would describe, like, seeing a really tall... And I've, like, looked up, and other people have said they've seen, like, really tall, shadowy figures, like, super tall, shadowy figures out there. Okay. Um two, two sets of glowing red eyes, like, seven foot tall, like, glowing eyes. Um, you know, that type of stuff. Wow. Um, they would hear uh, a little girl talking, like, audibly, not through... A recording device, like they heard it right, like with their own ears. So, we went out there again. Um, one time and there was a big group of us. This, like, first time we I was like five people, second time we went, it was like two carfuls of people.
2: Yeah,
1: and um, so like a bunch of them went in and they're trying to like get me to go in there, and I just have like just an uneasy feeling. You know, have you ever had like just an instant where like you just felt drained of energy and you're just like like you don't feel good like your head's foggy you're just kind of like out of it
2: yeah and like there's a weight on you
1: oh yeah Yeah. so and then and then like the feeling like you're being watched so it was like a feeling like you're being watched and then you're just like like i guess no energy and just like a feeling of like absolute dread right so like right. I'm standing on the outside of this the fence the gated iron fence and they're all inside you know pissing around doing whatever the fuck they're doing and then they start running They're like oh did you see that did you see? I'm like I'm looking I'm like I didn't see anything I didn't see anything and we all like piled into the car and um, we had the windows down and I'm sitting in the back of the car and then all of a sudden like I think three or four of us had heard it, but there was, like, a a growl. Like, not an animal growl, like, a literal, like... Unhuman, like inhuman growling, and you're just like, "Holy shit! Like, get the fuck out of here!" But like, I'm yeah. so drained. I'm just like, "We need to leave. Like, can we please leave? <laughs> can we please leave? Like, let's go." And then, and then we did the re- the thing that we always do. We go to Crybaby Bridge afterwards, and we're walking around, and like, they're having to like carry me around this time because I'm just so like drained, like absolutely drained. Wow. I don't think I felt good until. Um, I think, I think that time I had to have somebody, I usually, I used to drive out there and I had to have somebody else drive the car back cause I just all of a sudden didn't feel good at all. Wow. Um, so, um, those were the, oh yeah. And then we did go to, I did come back to visit, um, I want to say like five years ago, maybe like six and um, I went back to. We didn't go to Thirteen Graves because I absolutely. I was like, I, I can't go. I yeah. can't go there anymore. Like, I don't know what it is. It's just like I'm not. I want to hang out with you guys. And if I end up feeling like shit, like, it's not going to be fun for me. Right. So we went to Crybaby Bridge only. That was it. And uh, we were all together. It was like four, four of us. And we were we were on one end of the bridge, and. All of a sudden, it like shook, and like you heard like something hit like the guardrail,
2: okay,
1: of the bridge. So like the bridge has like a guardrail, and then it's like the cement bridge, and then like guardrail. So like we heard something hit the guardrail, and like the br- the bridge, like you could feel like under your feet. It wasn't like the whole bridge shook; it was just right. like you could feel like the it vibration. Under your feet. Yeah. yeah, so um we're like, what the hell? And like so, we walked back to the guardrail where we heard it get hit and we hit it with rock we hit it with like our hands we like punched it like we kicked it we like hit it with everything like we could yeah. to like recreate that sound and it like nothing so wow. i don't know i don't know what hit it i never was a big believer in like anything at like Crybaby ridge anyway right because it's like everywhere has that like story where like a baby died on a bridge. And yeah. I'm like, That's like a story like every town has. I like kind of find it hard to believe.
2: Right. It's a pretty ubiquitous urban legend.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I don't know, but that, that was probably the only experience I had out there, which was kind of surprising. Cause, but I mean, if we were being followed from 13 grapes to cry baby bridge, maybe allegedly Mm. i don't know but like you know if people do that or if it was just us and there was things following us out there and sure just got stuck then sure why not like but that's those are my local stories
2: okay so before you move on um like do you consider yourself more sensitive to stuff like this because you were talking a lot about how you were like feeling sick and feeling drained and
1: i wouldn't say like more sensitive but then like then again Mm -hmm. i guess it just like depends on like the place i'm at and like what it's there you know what i mean yeah that's And like and what it wants to like present itself as because i've been places so the, the story i'll tell you about um zach baggins museum Uh in um nevada so he has a museum of haunted things yeah and we're me and my roommate we're big big fans of uh ghost adventures so we're super pumped to go to that museum and uh you know we're sitting outside waiting in line and um all of a sudden i was just like I'm not I'm not feeling whatever we're about to do right now like it's daylight it's like noon and I'm like oh. I'm just not feeling it and she's like what are you talking about and I'm just like I don't know it's just like I don't want to go in this place right now yeah. so we go in it has really cool exhibits like I really recommend it like whatever we go we go through all these exhibits they have um a piece of the um, the demon house that was in uh Fort not Fort Wayne, uh what is that town? Is Gary? It, yeah, Gary. Gary, Indiana. Yeah, yeah. They have a piece of um the staircase in there and some dirt in there and stuff and it was just like real real kinda like ominous almost. But you know, like I should kinda go through the museum like, you know, some sometimes it like felt a little lighter and I'm like, okay, I'm over it. And then like you go in other rooms and you're like, oh like I'm not really about it so by the time we get out of the museum my friends all like feeling how i'm feeling and we literally like left the museum drove four hours to arizona just like no radio on nothing just like talking the whole way i almost ran out of gas like i didn't even realize that we were almost out of gas so it was just like one of those weird things so flash forward um, this guy moved from Nevada to Arizona and he uh, he he was super into like you know spirituality and meditation and stuff like that sure. so like the first time I talked to him this is how like in tune this guy was the first time I talked to him he just randomly asked me he's like do you meditate a lot and I was like I looked at him and I was like yeah and he was like, i could tell and i'm like that's really kind of bizarre but like that kind of like established like this cool like little friendship where like we kind of felt a little like weird talking to like a bunch of dudes in the military about like you know ghosts and like meditation and like interdimensional beings and shit like that so it's kind of like have like a nice like rapport Yeah, rapport with somebody. So, like, I was telling him about the museum because, like, I knew he had gone. And he was, like, yeah, one of my buddies who's, like, super sensitive to that stuff, he passed out in the line, like, waiting to go in. Yeah. And I was, like, dude, like, I felt real heavy outside the door and I was just, just like, I didn't want to go in. I'm like, but then I'm like a little skeptical at the same time too. Even though like I experienced this shit, yeah. I'm like, did he have his knees locked? And he was yeah. like, and he was like, no, no, like he he like, you know, he he didn't have his knees locked, none of that. And I was like, okay, cool. So we went before I moved. We went to Nevada again, and me and that guy, his buddy that had passed out, and another friend of mine went. And this is before COVID happened. So we're all waiting in line. And I'm like, kind of like anticipating feeling the way that I had felt the last time. And I didn't know that the guy that was with him was the guy that had passed out in the line before. Okay. So we get into the building, right? And I'm like, you know, get my ticket. And we're like waiting for the um, the guy to bring us into the building. And I, l- I looked at both of them and I was like, it's like not as heavy this time as it was last time and they both start laughing really hard so it it was like that guy like i figured out that was the guy that like passed out in the line i was like oh you're the one that passed out in the line he was like yeah so the second time we went it wasn't so bad it was more like concentrated in in rooms
2: okay in certain areas
1: yeah yeah so like the second time i went it was like um who was that guy oh my god dr kevorkian yeah. man that room um that was a little heavy for me um the demon house room not as much anymore um they have like a severed head of like some kind of like witch doctor dude and they send you in there by yourself and like didn't want to go in there i went because you know, I'm with a bunch of guys, so they're gonna call me out on right. shit. So I was like, eh, "Okay, I'll go." And I like ran through there. <laughs> um, Peggy, the doll, the first time I went, like I didn't hear her say anything. And the second time I went with them, she was like going off and she was saying like fuck you, like get out of here, you gotta run, like it wasn't like wow. that you know, cause it's a little yeah. speaker box but they, the two guys that went there a lot, they are like she's saying some crazy ass shit like we've never heard her say before and we're like, I'm like mm-hmm. okay weird, but <laughs> so like that's I guess my um, long story of telling about like how I just like feel in certain areas and have it like kind of confirmed because i've always never really like bought into it either but then when i had that happen outside of the um the museum and then it happened to somebody else outside the museum that was a friend of a friend and then the second time that we went it nothing happened it was more concentrated it was kind of like a little bit of a like confirmation i guess that like you know
2: so like that museum was was like because it had like separate areas you know each exhibit has sort of like a different vibe it was like Mm -hmm. a way that you sort of could measure like the way different things affected you
1: yeah yeah for sure because um um yeah like certain rooms definitely have their very own like special vibe they definitely try to like play up certain areas more so yeah. than others cause you know they got the Belagosi mirror in there and they're like this is like where that vampire I can't fucking think of his name but that guy yeah. like passed out staring at the mirror they let you like stare in it um that room's kind of like the first time I went, it was like eh and like the second time I went, it was kind of like kind of at the same time, like, I don't want to, like, mock anything or whatever. It's just...
2: Yeah.
1: Um, you know, it just didn't feel... I feel like it's something that's got to be, like... Um, um, like, conf- not confronted, but, like, you got to, like, bring it out like to get the reactions they get, if those are even real right. or not, you know, because it's TV, so... Yeah. I, it would be... One of those things that, you know, maybe one day in my life, Zach Baggins is out on the street in Las Vegas the same time I am, and he's like, you want to go into the Haunted Museum and film some shit? I'd be like, hell yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, so,
2: that'd be awesome.
1: Yeah, but that's like, I guess, all I can think of as far as, like, experiences that I've had. I haven't ever really seen anything. Um, there was... I did see a ufo i don't know if you want to hear about that
2: yeah yeah we, you can talk briefly about that if you i mean
1: <laughs> um
2: was this while you were serving
1: yeah so to kind of like preface we were uh, but it wasn't like i was on the military base i was out drinking but i wasn't drunk i was drinking beer and i'm standing outside you know like um like a what are they called like a little shopping center
2: like a strip mall
1: yeah yeah that's the one Mm -hmm. so like a strip mall there was a bar in the strip mall and i'm standing outside talking to my roommate and um she's looking at me and i'm looking up and i'm just like talking and all of a sudden like over the awning of the strip mall a freaking like I guess the UFO flew over the awning and then it like probably got maybe it didn't seem like it got too far before it was just like boom gone like it just like flashed and it was like out of re, like out of sight and I like bent over and I was just like oh and she goes what is wrong with you and I go I think I just saw fucking you like I was crying like because I saw what I saw. I work on airplanes and I'm like, that is not, that was not an airplane. It's three o'clock in the morning right now. Yeah. Nothing's flying that fast. Like, it's not, it wasn't a drone. Like, cause you would hear it. Like, you, cause they make that noise. Right. You didn't hear nothing. It was just like there and then it was just fucking gone. And I was, and she was like pissed. I'm kind of mad she didn't fucking see it either because it would have been like such a, like, affirmation of what i had seen but like just my reaction to it was like enough for her to believe that's what i saw because yeah it was just so like crazy that it was just like there and then it was gone it wasn't like a shooting star like you couldn't keep following it like Mm -hmm. it was crazy super super crazy
2: so like if you were to if you had to guess how far would you how far away like how high up would you say what you saw was
1: um shit it wasn't like super high. like it wasn't like super high like um, like an airplane or maybe like more airplane like distance not like in the stars or like where you see like a right. shooting star shoot across the sky or like even just like stars blinking or whatever it was like close enough to the app like the earth like within our own like atmosphere right that like it was like plain as day you could see it and then it was just like gone like it in my mind it was like right above the street lights like that's how close it was but right. like obviously it wasn't that close or more people would have saw it so it was higher than that but um yeah i in in my head it was pretty close and then it just gone so
2: do you think when it when it disappeared do you like did it seem like it like increased speed so much that it was gone or okay gotcha all right that's that's crazy. It, like,
1: like Millennium Falcon, like... Right. Went in, like...
2: Going into warp?
1: Yeah. That's, yeah. that's what it seemed like.
2: Wow. So, that's yeah. awesome. Those are all great stories.
1: I do my best. I tried. I have, if you want... Um, One more story. It might not be that interesting, but um, this is the one that makes me sound like I'm a fucking crazy person. But like, that sounds
2: exciting to me. Yeah, (laughs) I definitely want to hear it. So
1: if you want to do like further research on it, you you can Um, if you want to think I'm crazy I feel like if I like keep saying that it sounds like a crazy story like I affirm that like I know this sounds like it's crazy therefore I am not crazy like this happened right right so um I've I've gotten like super like into like meditating and all all that kind of stuff and uh I was meditating one day and usually like when I meditate I get into like a pretty deep like like I'm out almost sleeping, but not quite. Right, And um, I was kind of, like, coming back, like, into not being in that, like, cusp of being awake and asleep, but more awake. And uh, in my mind's eye, so I guess, like, you know, visually you see it and it feels real. So, like, I, like, vision that I, like, woke up and there was like beings like standing at the end of my bed okay and they're like talking to me and I wasn't like afraid of them they were just there and it felt like very um like very loving you know what i mean like we're here for you like we'll support you blah 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 but okay. one of one of them stuck out in particular to me and like i woke up out of the meditation and i was like gasping And I was like, what the... You know, like, it seems so real. Because I already thought that I was, like, up. Right. And then I, like, actually woke up. So, the one one being I saw in particular that stuck out to me was this, like, human... It was, like, a human figure, but it was all blue, and it had bird feathers and a bird face. Okay. So, I was, like... You know, I'm a pretty imaginative person and like I watch a lot of like fucking like ancient aliens, whatever. I've never seen that in my life, right? Right. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna Google it because maybe an off chance, like, I just wanted to know if I made it up in my head or not, or if other people have experienced it. You know what I mean? Because like, whatever. So I'm Googling it and it's like an actual thing. And the way that this being communicates with people is through, like, um, telepathy, and like they're interdimensional beings, and they come they come to people to like, um, I guess, like elevate, like, what is that word? Like ascension. Okay. So, like, you know, like they want. Uh, humans to be like more ascended like spiritually. Right. So like that's why they come to people when they're meditating. So if you look it up they're called blue A- blue avians. I don't know if you've ever heard of this and they're they, everybody, the experts on this that like communicate with them all the time, they say they're interdimensional beings and like that's what their purpose is when dealing with people.
2: I mean everyone knows that like you can meditate yourself straight into a trip right.
1: right like yeah that's
2: that's definitely but like i've definitely heard people discuss that before mm-hmm. the the blue avians I, I only know a little bit about it but i'm definitely going to dig into it now yeah. yeah i
1: see one in particular like not every time i meditate but like every now and again when like there's some sort of like life-changing like message i need to hear and like sometimes i'm like yeah that like i like that they're there to like kind of guide you and to, like support whatever's going on it's kind of like um people have um guides you know what i mean you like meditate you have guides right. um you know so it's nice and um i truly do believe that like that's what i saw and experienced um But also, too, it's kind of like at the same time, it's like isn't like kind of part of like the message is your subconscious telling you like what you already know. You know what I mean? So it's like kind of like that. Like I have to kind of like, you know, put a little reality and like give myself a little credit, too. So,
2: (laughs) well, you know, the thing is, if you're meditating to the point where you're hallucinating, right? Yeah. Yeah if you experience that thing, it's just as real.
1: Yeah. Right. If you experience that's valid, I would say that's valid. It's like, it's like kind of hard to explain to people that don't do, or like, don't have an open mind. So if like they don't do, um, meditation or if they don't have an open mind to that kind of stuff, it's kind of hard to explain, um, the things that you see in an experience while you're, you know, tranced or you know yeah. asleep or you know listening to whatever you're listening to and it's like kind of playing into like what's being shown so um, but yeah probably meditations where I've seen like the coolest craziest stuff um, never anything like super scary but definitely yeah. um, I guess I would like chalk myself as like one of those people that gets pretty like tranced when I do meditate so but yeah blue avians if you want to look into them
2: yeah i Um, definitely will i
1: think cory good he's on cory goods on gia or gaia that um it's like a subscription website for like spiritual stuff i don't Mm -hmm. subscribe to it so i don't know but i know that he did like a um he did like a article about them. And then, um, I just found like a random article online about them. So that kind of like affirmed it for me that I was like, Oh, okay. Like that's what that was. And it wasn't like something I had made up, you know what I mean? Right. But I think that's, I think that's like all my stories. I'm pretty sure I don't have any other like experiences. That's awesome. that. No, I mean, that's
2: (laughs) yeah. Um, What do you think the paranormal is? Like, do you think it's all connected, one thing? Or... What do you think?
1: Um, I think it's, like, a lot of stuff. It can't just, like, you know, it... Like, I don't believe that we're the only... like only things in the universe you know what I mean like I've had the experience that we're not you know even interdimensionally we're not so it can't to me it's like there's classes of of stuff you know you have you know people that won't move past um death and live on this plane um you know and there's probably like cryptids and monsters out there like I'm not sure like we haven't explored like a lot of the ocean so who's to say there's not something like Cthulhu like out there (laughs) like you don't know um so I don't I think in like some deep sense it's like all connected but I think it's all different you know what I mean
2: okay yeah
1: if that makes sense like it does like everything's kind of like the same but like not different like are they really angels or are they aliens are they really demons or are they like just you know bad poltergeists like you just it's just there's too much to think about and it's so so unknown and I think that's what makes it really interesting and fun to like explore and like you know learn about and experience through like the lens of other people and like their ideas so Mm -hmm. you know
2: yeah, I, I completely agree. That's like, this is my favorite thing about the the entire area of interest is like you get into a subject and it's like, you know, 30 pairs of headphones tangled together.
1: Yeah, Do You know what sure. I mean? Like it's just a yeah. big
2: mess for you to just dig through.
1: For sure. Yeah. yeah. For sure.
2: Well, that's awesome.
1: Thank you. I, try. I really
2: enjoyed this interview. Thank you so much yeah, for doing it.
1: You're welcome. Thank you for having me.
2: Yeah, of course. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you. From the bottom of our weird, possibly alien, maybe ghostly, probably cryptid hearts for listening. We absolutely love having the chance to discuss all these wild creatures and events every week. And it's
0: your continued attention that allows us to carry on. And if you want more, you can support us on Patreon. At patreon.com forward slash campfire tales of the strange and unsettling. It's there you will find bonus content, behind the scenes, or just keeping up on our day-to-day, and maybe some swag along the way. It is our way to show thanks for your support and do everything we can to provide you with as much content as possible. Again, that's patreon.com forward slash campfire tales of the strange and unsettling. With that said, we want to get to know each and every one of you, so please come and check us out on all the socials at campfire.tales.podcast on Instagram and Facebook at campfire.totsau on Twitter and you can also visit our website at campfirepodcastnetwork.com If you love the show, please rate and review it. It's what truly helps us continue bringing your weekly dose of the strange and unsettling. And lastly, we do have our merch store. You can find the link available on all of our social media or via our link tree. Show your support Buy a shirt, buy a sticker, buy a blanket, buy a pillow, anything that you want to wrap Campfire Tales of the Strange and Unsettling.
2: And that's it. Until next time, I'm Ryan. I'm
0: Jordan. And remember, campers, stay weird and trust in the unknown.